Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. May corn futures down 10.5 cents at 5.35 and a quarter. May soybeans are down 21 cents at 14.19. May Chicago wheat down 11.5 at 6.45. May Kansas City wheat down 13 and a quarter at 6.13 and a quarter. So yesterday we had a USDA report and uh, the markets initially kind of sold off. We came back, rallied late, and now we are back lower here this morning. Uh, let's talk about this report just for a minute. I'm going to put the uh, highlights up on my screen screen here what the USDA did they they left their domestic carryout projections uh, US corn US soybeans US wheat they left those projections unchanged for the current marketing year a lot of people expected USDA or believes that USDA should increase their export projections for corn and soybeans based on strong export sales strong shipments USDA is taking a more conservative approach here so the US balance sheets uh, essentially unchanged yesterday now we did see some adjustments in the uh, on the global balance sheets, USDA increased its projection for the Brazilian soybean crop by a million metric tons. They went from 133 up to 134. Their uh, justification for that had to do with actually last year's crop. They said that um, you know last year they they kind of underestimated Brazil's potential and they did not want to do the same this year. So they made a, an increase there. They reduced the size of the Argentina soybean crop by about half a million. Their corn numbers uh, were unchanged versus last month. Uh, interesting to note that they're projecting quite Quite a bit more wheat feeding in China, and uh, China's wheat stocks are, are drawing down just a little bit. They've still got a ton of wheat in China. Don't get me wrong there, but uh, that's something that uh, we've kind of talked about a little bit on this podcast and and YouTube channel uh, over the months. Is that uh, with corn prices so high, you probably will see some more wheat feeding in China, and USDA increased that estimate by quite a bit yesterday. So at the end of the day, I mean, this is a non-event. It's a neutral report for the most part. Um, I think the trade is much more interested in what uh, USDA will have to say at the end of the month in its uh, prospective plantings and quarterly grain stocks report. EIA will release ethanol data later this morning. Weekly production expected near 906,000 barrels per day. That would be an increase of almost 7% on the week if realized. Now, keep in mind that ethanol production is still kind of digging its way out of the polar vortex deal from a couple weeks ago. We saw a big uh, decline in weekly ethanol production uh, in, in the report two weeks ago. And then last week, we saw a rebound from that. We're expecting to see even a greater rebound here today. Still, weekly ethanol production is running well below what I would call pre-COVID levels as it has been since, you know, February of last year, essentially. Ethanol stocks are expected to be near flat on the week. Uh, Reuters reported yesterday that there are some U.S. Uh, vessels headed to China uh, with ethanol, and uh, that would certainly be a positive. The U.S. House of Representatives is expected to approve a $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill today. The bill includes a whole bunch of stuff, $400 billion that would be put toward direct payments of $1,400 to most Americans. Also included is $350 billion in aid to state and local governments, in addition to an expansion of the child tax credit and increased funding for vaccine distribution. So when you look at uh, total COVID relief since um, last year, Congress passed a $2.2 trillion COVID bill in March of 2020, then a smaller $900 billion uh, bill in December of 2020, and now another $1.9 trillion. So you're looking at a total of about $5 trillion uh, um, as a result of COVID 
in, in relief packages, and, and that is just enormous when you compare it to any other sort of stimulus that you've seen in history. I mean, we thought $830 billion in 2009 was just obscene and way too large, and, and now we're $5 trillion. So um, this is all interesting stuff. I mean, the government continues to, to print money. Um, the Fed continues to buy assets. Um, it's, it's really an, an interesting time here. Dry areas of the Western Corn Belt will see some relief. Uh, there is some pretty significant rain in the forecast for a good chunk of uh, the Western Corn Belt and also the Southern Plains. Um, this is the map of total expected rainfall or precipitation uh, between now and March 26th. So this is like the next you know couple of weeks. And you can see here, I mean, where do you have dry issues with dryness? Western Iowa. And there's supposed to be a lot of... Uh, uh, rain here in western Iowa. I mean, we're talking three, four inches of rain over the next two weeks. Um, Nebraska has been very, very dry, and they've got quite a bit of rain in the forecast. Uh, South Dakota, it looks like that southern, maybe two-thirds, should catch some decent rain, and they've been very dry. Uh, the areas that will be left dry would be almost all of North Dakota, and then, say, uh, uh, north to northwest South Dakota. Even in the uh, uh, you know, your, your key HRW wheat areas in the Southern Plains. I mean, again, Nebraska, uh, Kansas looks like uh, quite a bit of precipitation here the next two weeks, Oklahoma, North Texas, Colorado, a lot of these dry areas. So, um, could a wetter pattern develop here? Sure. Uh, could the rains in the forecast this morning, uh, uh, not come to fruition and fail? Sure. That's possible too. And that tends to happen more often than not when you're in, uh, some sort of drought. But, uh, in any case, the forecast does look maybe a little bit better for some of these areas this morning. Um, in other news here, um, remember Friday is last trading day for March grain futures. If you have any other, um, any remaining open positions there, make sure you take a look. Cattle futures were higher yesterday. Um, muted gains in the nearby contracts. You saw some better gains um, in the feeder cattle uh, market. We saw the, the nearby March contract up a buck 80. April feeders were up 240 yesterday. Still nothing in the cash market to get excited about. I think I, I read something about some trade in Texas at 113 yesterday, but really not enough to establish a trend this week. So uh, we'll see what happens today. In the outside markets, we've got the Dow Jones up 100 points. S&P's up about three points. Gold's down seven bucks. Silver's a little bit lower. The U.S. dollar is marginally higher. Crude oil is up 40 cents in the April WTI contract at 64.41. We've got the bonds a little bit lower here this morning. Remember, if you guys need some more information from me, visit my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I will send you my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. It includes all of my grain marketing recommendations. Uh, you do not need to be a futures or options trader to participate in this stuff. I, I try to set this up so that a cash-only grain marketer can follow along um, with everything. This includes a text message service, any consulting that you might need. You can cancel it at any time, which is a great deal. There's uh, no other fee, no other obligation, no acreage fee, no uh, additional consulting fees, nothing like that. So certainly check that out. Everybody have a uh, wonderful day today. I will talk to you in the morning.